0: Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. Thanksgiving is next Thursday. And I'm looking forward to spending the day with my family, playing tag with my nieces and nephews, which mostly involves me standing roughly in one spot while they run circles around me giggling, enjoying my sister Stephanie's amazing cooking, hearing her and her husband debate once again if it's too early for him to play Christmas music, appreciating the paper placemats in shades of orange and brown, made by my sister Elisa with her kids. Watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in the morning, or perhaps recording it to watch it later. Playing 500, a card game that my mom brought with her from the Midwest. Sitting together at the table for our Thanksgiving meal. Pausing to give thanks to God for his wondrous gifts and to share with each other what we're thankful for, to share our gratitude. In an article he wrote on his book, Thanks, Dr. Robert Emmons shares four ways in which gratitude is good. First, gratitude allows us to celebrate the present. We appreciate the value and goodness in life And this inspires us to participate in this goodness, to give as we have received. In the words of Rabbi Abraham Heschel, just to be is a blessing, just to live is holy. Second, gratitude blocks toxic negative emotions. We can't, for example, feel resentment and gratitude at the same time or be jealous and grateful or worried and grateful as the apostle paul writes in his letter to the philippians do not be anxious about anything but in everything pray making your requests known to god with thanksgiving And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Third, grateful people are more stress-resistant, more resilient. We suffer in this fallen world, broken by human sin. But gratitude gives us a perspective that... It allows us to process negative life events. In the words of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I know not what tomorrow brings, but I know who brings tomorrow. And fourth, grateful people have a higher sense of self-worth. Being grateful gives us the sense that someone is looking out for us, Someone has provided for our well-being. Someone cares for us. That someone, as Jesus declares in our gospel reading from Matthew for today, is God, our creator, redeemer, sustainer, who knows our needs, who gives us every good gift, who loves us forever who, as the first few chapters of the Gospel of Matthew recount, came to us in the flesh on earth, in the person of Jesus Christ, fully human and fully divine, conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born to his mother Mary, a baby wrapped in cloth and laid in a manger, the Savior of the world, God with us, Emmanuel as we celebrate at Christmas and every day of the year. By this point in Matthew's gospel narrative, Jesus, now an adult, has been baptized by John in the Jordan River. He has overcome the devil's temptation in the wilderness. He has returned to and moved on from his hometown of Nazareth, and he has been traveling throughout the cities surrounding the Sea of Galilee teaching in the synagogues, healing the sick, meeting the immediate needs of the people he encounters, proclaiming in his words and deeds the good news of the kingdom of God, the realm in which God's good and gracious will is done, where we experience God's goodness in its fullness. Jesus has also called disciples to follow him, To learn from him how to be like him, how to do what he did, how to teach as he taught. Our reading for today is from a teaching of Jesus known as the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters 5 through 7, in which Jesus offers wisdom for following him, for living out our faith every day, for leading lives that are good and godly. Therefore, Jesus says, do not worry. Do not be anxious. Do not be fearful about your life, about what you will eat or drink, or about your body, about what you will wear. This might feel easier said than done, especially if you are struggling financially or emotionally or spiritually, especially given these past few anxious-inducing years, especially in these fearful times. But worry doesn't help. As Jesus says, who among you by worrying can add even an hour to your span of life? Worry, anxiety, fear, inhibit our ability to reason. We are wired to react instantly when we are afraid, fight or flight or freeze. Our emotions take over and we literally can't think straight. And worry, anxiety, fear turns us inward, makes us self-centered draws us away from necessary and vital and life-giving connection with others. And so the clarion call of the word of God that rings throughout is do not be afraid. Spoken in one form or another throughout scripture some 365 times, one for each day of the year. Do not be afraid. Often spoken to people who are understandably perplexed when an angel of the Lord arrives and tells them that they will do something remarkable, like Mary being told by the angel Gabriel that she will give birth to the Son of God. Do not be afraid. Often spoken to people who are grieving loss and looking to a better future. Like the people of Israel, experiencing the ravages of war and natural disasters, being told by the prophet Joel that God will heal them, and the animals of the field and the soil and the trees. Do not be afraid. Often spoken to people who are learning about life, from Jesus himself, Jesus Christ who embodies the gospel truth that the Lord is with us and for us forever, who joined with us in our humanity, who suffered and died on the cross and on the third day rose again to life, bringing us with him into life eternal and abundant, life now and forever, life that does not end. The Lord cares for us and the whole creation. The Lord will heal us. And if that healing does not happen in this life, it will happen in the life to come. As the psalmist declares, when the Lord restores us, it will be like streams of water in the desert those who sowed in tears will reap in songs of joy those who went out weeping will come home shouting joyously in other words everything will be okay in the end if it's not okay it's not the end and this is why we need not worry or be anxious or be afraid. God is with us and for us, now and forever. As the angel Gabriel said to Mary, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. As the prophet, Isaiah, as the prophet Joel said to the people of Israel, You shall know that the Lord is in your midst. As Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, do not worry about your life, about what you will eat or drink, about your body, about what you will wear, because your heavenly Father knows your needs. He provides food and drink for the birds of the air. He provides clothing for the lilies of the field. He will provide for you. He will provide for us all. When I am outdoors and paying attention, feeling the sun or seeing the stars, looking to the birds of the sky, considering, in my context, the palm trees of the desert, I feel God's presence. I feel the spirit of life coursing through the earth. I feel Jesus right there beside me. And I am grateful. And I am much less worried in all the circumstances of life as I give thanks to God for his gifts, as I remember that he is with me, as I recall all those times that Jesus was there for me, as I celebrate the present moment, as I pour my heart out to God, as I reach out and connect with all the people God has brought into my life. I am so grateful for God's grace, for the gift of sharing the good news, for the joy of gathering together every week at the Lord's table, sharing in our Thanksgiving meal. I am so grateful for God's wondrous provision. I am so grateful for my family, for my friends, for all of you who are part of our St. John's community. In this season of Thanksgiving, I invite you to pause and offer thanks for all the people you are grateful for, for all the gifts you are grateful for, maybe even jotting them down every day in a journal of gratitude. I invite you to let the people who come to mind know that you're grateful for them. A note, a call, an email, in person. And I invite you to express your gratitude by participating in the goodness of life, by sharing the grace you have received, by giving of your time, your talent, your treasure for the glory of God and the good of God's people. In his article on gratitude, Dr. Emmons notes, Mother Teresa spoke of how grateful she was to the people she was helping, the sick and dying in the slums of Calcutta, because they enabled her to grow and deepen her spirituality. That's a very different way of thinking about gratitude. Gratitude for what we can give as opposed to what we receive. But that can be a very powerful way of cultivating a sense of gratitude. May we value the goodness of life, even in the hardest of times. May we release our worries to the Lord and feel the Lord's peace. May we give as we have received. May we remember, God's looking out for us. God will provide for us. God is with us always. May we be grateful. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.